Hello, and welcome to Put Your Nuts Out There, the podcast bringing you the no BS approach to food and body freedom, giving you actionable tips to build a better mindset and ultimately help you create the life you're truly hungry for with your host, me, Renee Sager. Hello, and welcome back to another week, another week of Put Your Nuts Out There. We're doing it. Before I get started and dig into this week's episode, I wanted to let you know about a couple of interviews that I did this weekend. So I am running my first group coaching all about the mind and body and food, and it's been wonderful. I have just been loving it, and there are nine women in it, and this upcoming week we're talking all about body image, which is a huge piece of ending the war with food. And with that, I got to interview two amazing women who do body image, body acceptance, food, eating disorder work as their full-time career. And I had the opportunity to speak with them and interview both of them. And I'm going to be sharing that within my group. But I'm Also, as a little something extra, going to be sharing those a little later on in my free Facebook group. If you are not a member of that and you would like to be, you can send me a message on Instagram or Facebook or email me and let me know that you would like to join that and I will happily invite you to the group. There is also a link to join that on my Instagram. If you just hit the link in my bio, it says free Facebook group and that will take you right there. So I'm really excited to be sharing these interviews that I did with these ladies. They have some really great suggestions and insight that they go through with their clients and that they've done through their own work. And I'm excited to share those with you. I think they're going to be really helpful. And what I've been telling all the women in my current group coaching program is repetition is key. You know, we, and this actually kind of flows perfectly into this week's episode, but repetition with this kind of work, with undoing the crazy that you feel around food or changing your relationship to your body, it is critical that we have tons and tons of repetition because ultimately, you know, what I do as a coach, what I'm doing within this group is helping them challenge their current thoughts and beliefs about food and their body and themselves. That's really what the core of this is, is unlearning so much of what we've been taught and changing that, challenging that, questioning that, looking at things differently. And it does not happen overnight. I gave this perfect example to a client this last week who we were talking about a topic and she's like, oh, I got it and then it left. Like it was there, I had it, it made sense, it clicked and then it left. And it's it's kind of like when you're walking on the beach and your footprint is there, but then the second you lift your foot up, you know, depending on the, the consistency of the sand that you're at, but it will fill back in, right? You'll take a step and then, oh, the second you leave, your, your lift your foot up, it's gone. This work is similar to that in that it's going to take a lot of repetition. And so the more messaging you can hear that's similar to this, that's health at every size, that's body acceptance, body positivity, all of that stuff is going to help this process stick. It's going to help this process land. It's going to help it make sense because your current idea of food and body is something you've been 
teaching yourself for decades, decades and decades. And so to expect that you're just going to get it, even though it makes sense, like logically, it's going to make sense, right? When I'm telling clients this stuff, when I'm teaching within this group, it makes sense in the moment. But then five minutes after we get off the call or the next day after they go into their life, they kind of forget. So it's critical that you are sending the similar messages to yourself over and over and over. On that, I want to talk about this expectation that we should already get it, that we should already be there. And I was thinking that a perfect name for this is goal entitlement. So I have one client that I've been working with for two or three months now. And just last week, we got on the call and I mean, she's done so great. She's had so many amazing transformations and changes and she's not binging and she's not feeling out of control around food and just so many amazing things have happened in her life. And yet there's still a couple thoughts that keep cycling around, especially related to her body image. And she has said to me, I just, I shouldn't still be dealing with this. Renee, what is wrong with me? Why am I still having these thoughts? And this is an example that I heard from one of my coaches, Stacey Bayman. And she said, this is like, so she, my client has been doing this work for three months with me, I think, maybe a little under. And I said, this is like asking a three-month-old baby to go into the kitchen and make itself dinner. You're asking your three-month-old child to go in there and just take care of itself. You showed it once, it should know, take care of yourself now. We kind of have to take a step back and look at this work in that same light. Even if you're an adult, you're still learning things for the first time. And to expect yourself to just get it, to expect yourself to just be there already, to be have this just be like a thing on the checklist that you don't have to worry about anymore is unrealistic. And that thought that, and I quote, I shouldn't still be dealing with this, or another one that I hear often is, I just thought I'd be further along by now. When we sink into that, I mean, even ask yourself that. In what way do you think that? Is it about your business? Is it with your relationship? Is it about your body? Is it with your income? Is it with your education? I shouldn't still be dealing with this. I should be further along. When we believe that, or when we fight that, when we fight our reality, expecting ourselves to be somewhere than, other than exactly where we are, all that does is create more frustration. And when we're frustrated or when we shut down or when we feel inadequate, we don't very likely show up as our best self. I mean, I don't know about you, but when I go down that path of, oh my gosh, I should be so further along. Look at all these other people who seem to just have it together. What is wrong with me? I will actually do the opposite of what I want, right? Especially with my, my food binge eating clients, when we go down that, when we indulge in that thought or belief, it's very normal to result to food. 
because that's been our go-to coping mechanism for so long. And so despite the goal being to want to be free of this, when we indulge in that thought, when we believe that thought of I should be further along, we use food to to buffer. We use food to cope because it feels awful. When we expect ourselves to be anywhere other than where we are, it's usually painful. You're supposed to be exactly where you're at. You're supposed to be in the exact position that you are because that's where you are. And the idea that you shouldn't be is very likely only creating more of what you don't want. Another example I have of this is like when you go to the grocery store, because we go through the same thing when we're doing other tasks in our life. But when it's our own personal goal, we feel very set back. We feel very defeated. So think about if you're about to go to the grocery store. And on your way, you get in the car, and then you're like, oh, I forgot my list. In that moment, (laughs) do you tell yourself, oh my gosh, I'm the worst person. What is wrong with me? I can't believe this. Forget it. I'm just not even going to the grocery store. This is ridiculous. Or do you just unbuckle and go get the list? You're actually probably pretty stoked that you even remembered (laughs) because I know I'm usually the person that gets to the store and I'm like, oh my gosh, I forgot the list. So if you remember in the driveway, like high five to you, that's huge. So you get the list, you get back in the car, and then as you're driving down your street, there's a stop sign. (gasps) When you have to stop at that stop sign, do you get pissed? Do you throw your hands up and you're like, oh my gosh, another thing. I should be at the store already. What is wrong with today? I cannot believe this. When I put in my GPS, it says only seven minutes, and this is taking me longer than what I thought already. I cannot believe this. Or do you just sit, look both ways, and then go? Then you're going another couple miles. You see the green light, and then it turns yellow, and then red. I think you see where I'm going here, people. <laughs> do you throw your hands out, up, the, up in the air, out the window? Do you roll the window down and scream? I mean, okay, if I have to pee, I definitely would maybe do this. But for the most part, most of us just sit there and we wait and it's not a big deal. We don't even think twice about it. We're all up in our head about what we're making for dinner and if we actually put parsley on the list or whatever, you know, we're not thinking that this is a sign we're never going to make it. We're not taking this as a massive setback that we're never going to get to where we want to be. We're just accepting it. You know, there's this saying, whatever you resist persists. And I hate stupid sayings like that, but it's so true. What is your resistance? How is that resistance serving you? When you're beating yourself up, when you're getting frustrated and telling yourself, I should be further along, I shouldn't still be struggling with this. This shouldn't still be an issue. Is that serving you in any way? At all? Genuinely, I'm curious about that. I think oftentimes people think I have a, an ulterior motive and I, I think there's a right or a wrong answer. But this is true for you. 
or I'm asking, is it true for you? Like, is there any benefit to you telling yourself that? Why do we keep repeating that? It's like we expect ourselves to get the medal without ever running the race. We expect that we know something. We expect just because we had the goal in mind and we, we in our head had a trajectory of how it was supposed to look, we think that that's just how it should go. Any detour, any quote unquote setback, that's something I hear, I feel like I've gone two steps back. We take that as a sign as we're never going to make it. What if that is just part of the process? What if that is just exactly what needs to be happening to get you to where you need to be? We don't always like it. We don't always love it. It's not always fun. And often it hurts. But it's getting us to where we need to be. And we always have the option of stopping We always have the option of turning around. If at that next stoplight, you're like, screw it. This is too much. I can't take it. You can go back home. You can stop. Do you want to? Or are you willing to keep putting in the energy to get there? Because I know for myself, I struggled for a long time. A long time. I mean... I, I truly thought that when I was in my 80s, I was still going to be hoarding cookies and binging and probably purging. Like I really thought that this, this fight that I was in with food and my body was just going to last forever. And to be honest, kind of all the evidence in my past indicated to that. I had been to three treatment centers. I'd been to 12-step meetings. I'd done every eating plan, every workout plan, every anything you can think of, buying all the food, getting rid of all the food, doing no sugar, doing no flour, doing all the sugar, doing all the flour, doing you name it, I did it. But I wasn't willing to give up. And if you are listening to this, I would be willing to bet you aren't either. Because we're wired in that way for better or worse, right? When we set our minds to something, because even if it's not this goal, there's going to be something else. And I know that you are not someone that just turns around. You can't. You can't sleep at night. So knowing damn well that you are going to keep going, when you have setbacks, what are you going to make them mean? Because that could be true. Like you could... Let's say, for an example, stand on the scale and you gain five pounds. There's nothing inherently good or bad about that. The thing that makes us feel like we're moving backwards is the story we attach to it. The fact that you had a binge last night is not good or bad. The thing that makes it the most painful is the story we attach to it. So what story do you want to start attaching to these setbacks? Because in my experience from myself and with my clients, people that fail the most get there the fastest. What if every fail and every setback was actually 
like one of those power-ups, you know, when you're playing video games and I'm thinking of like Sonic the Hedgehog. That's like the game that I used to play when I was younger. But it's like when you run past one of those things, it shoots you up forward really fast. (laughs) What if these setbacks are like that? And in the moment, it's not going to feel like it, right? It's going to feel defeating. It's going to feel heavy. You're going to feel like you're doing everything wrong and you're never going to get it. What if the opposite were true? What if this is exactly the road you need to be on? What if, and this is one of my favorite things to think about for myself and that I share with a lot of my clients too, is what if you knew without a doubt that in six months, the goal you had, the goal you'd made for yourself was inevitable. It was just there. It was waiting. It was on a a platter. You were going for it. You just knew it. 100% certainty. You knew it was going to happen. How would you show up today? What would you make that setback mean? This is what I asked my client. And I said, what would you make this setback mean if you knew in three months this goal that you had for yourself were inevitable? It were in the bag. How would you feel today? And I wrote down everything she wrote and it was amazing. She's like, oh my gosh, I would feel lighter. I would have a better relationship with my husband. I'd be more at ease. I wouldn't even be thinking about this. I'd be way less obsessed with my food. I'd be way less obsessed with my exercise. I'd just be enjoying my life. And I was like, what is the downside of believing that right now? Truthfully, what is the downside of believing it's in the bag? She's like, nothing, nothing. There is no downside of her believing that today, right now that it's in the bag and there's a setback, there's a bump in the road, there's a horrible day, but she knew without a doubt her result was inevitable. She's like, I just feel so much better. Now I know all of our heads go to, yeah, but what if it doesn't? But what if it doesn't happen? So what? What if it doesn't? Like I said, you can always stop. You can always turn back. But why feel miserable the whole entire next six months, next five years, next 30 days when we have no idea? Why not just believe it's inevitable? Why choose to think that whatever struggle, whatever obstacle we're going through is not right. Because when we're arguing with reality, we're not going to win. So I hope this helps you with any setbacks that you're in and and is a reminder that nothing is linear, (laughs) right? Even going to the grocery store. There's ducklings, there's stop signs, there's kids playing, there's potholes, there's needing to get gas, there's all kinds of things. And we never make that mean, well, I guess I just can't go to the grocery store today. No, we're just like, all right, well, next, 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 next. Okay, this is kind of annoying, but next, next, next. It's the same thing for the direction that you're heading. You're not behind You're exactly where you should be. All right. 
I hope this was helpful for you. And again, if you want to listen to these interviews that I got the opportunity to do over the weekend, let me know and I will add you into my free Facebook group. And if you are already in there, I will be uploading those within the next week or so. Okay, I will talk to you next week. I just wanted to say thank you so much for being here and listening and taking time to let me into your little ear holes. It means the world to me. It would also mean the world to me if you would just take a hot little second and subscribe to the show and leave a review. This helps other people who have been where you're at or are currently where you're at find this podcast. And that is the greatest gift you could give to me. Thanks for hanging in there.